welcome to this week's sermon from C3 Church Narara. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net. New Year, who's pumped? I love like New Year. I just, I think it's so cool. I just love, you know, the calendar. I love the new seasons. I love the four changing seasons and I love December. I just, it's so great if you can get some time away and walk up a beach or a mountain and just think about the year, be intentional about the next one. I just, it's so cool. And then you just get this fresh start, you know, and you back at work and you're all productive and it doesn't take long though <laughs> but you're hanging out making cups of tea again and yeah so it's a new year I'm really excited and we're doing proverbs so we've been um, pumping through proverbs in the last couple of weeks and I was away on holidays in New Zealand with uh, my in-laws with Caleb's family and reading through proverbs while I was on holidays thinking about this message and about proverbs and it's, it's so practical. It's such a super practical, like, book. There's so many, like, physical, like, practical things. And it's, like, one of those ones where, you know, like, you read, I don't know, like, Leviticus or Revel, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> there must be some meaning in that, all that. Anyway, you know, like, you just kind of, whereas Proverbs, it's like, oh, you can't get away from, like, the, the list of things that need to be done in this book. You know, like, there was like, oh, do not overstay your welcome at your neighbor's house or something. And it's like, that's just really practical. Like, just don't be the last guy to leave every party. Like, just that's like a practical hot tip. Like, don't be annoying. Go home. And, you know, and so I'm reading through. That's not directed to anyone in particular. Um, <laughs> but I'm reading through and I, and I kept being like, oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you almost get like this little shopping list of like, oh, I, yeah, I, I want to do that or, oh. Yeah, that's, oh, speak like that and oh, be like a friend like that. And I, you got this kind of shopping list and it's like, wow, okay. There's lots to do, lots of New Year's resolutions. And then I got to Proverbs 30 and it, it introduces the, um, the writer of this particular proverb. And then verse 2, he says, Surely I am more stupid than any man and do not have the understanding of a man. I neither learned wisdom nor have knowledge of the Holy One. And it's just like, wow, how's that for a memory verse? Like, surely I'm more stupid than any man. Like, and it's sort of this funny thing of like, yeah, you know, like you read through all this stuff and I got to be like this and improve this area and grow in here. And, and you're like, you get to the end of, this is like the second last um, chapter and you're like, I'm just more stupid than anyone. Like, I have so far to go. And it's sort of a funny Thing because it's actually not a bad place to start. Like before he speaks concerning the Saviour, he speaks of himself needing a Saviour, of his utter deficiency, his total lack of bringing anything to the table and totally just needing to be filled with God because on his own, on our own, We've got very little to offer, actually. Surely I'm more stupid than any man. I mean, did anyone get, like, memory verses when they were a kid? Our mom was very, like, every week, here's a new memory verse. You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4, you know, like, go through our path. 
Surely I'm more stupid than any man, Proverbs 3.2. Like, it's just like such a bizarre verse. But he's really like lamenting. And then we sort of dive into this really interesting passage. So verse 7, and I'm reading from the Amplified. He says, two things I have asked of you. Do not deny them to me before I die. Keep deception and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is my portion so that I will not be full and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Or that I will not be poor and steal. So he's saying, Lord, give me the food that is my portion, lest I be full and deny you or I be poor and steal. Give me exactly the right amount for me. Some translations actually say, give me my daily bread, which we, of course, read later in the New Testament when Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Give us this day our daily bread. There's another one in between, but yeah. (laughs) Give Give us this day our daily bread. Give me my portion. Give me my amount for today. You know, because there is a portion for each of us that God has portioned off to to give to us to his children and it matters you know a portion for our life and the more that you think about it the more areas where this is applicable because I believe in in revelation and experiencing him every day he has something new for us a portion of revelation and encouragement and blessing and correction and you know here's your portion for today and that's why we need to to lean in with a a daily devotional life and say good morning God you know here's my day and here I am and and he has a portion to feed us and and then sort of more broadly in our life there's a portion of influence and and areas of capacity and people a sphere of influence and a you know there's an amount that he has assigned to each of us in all our ways and our life do you believe that and so like I love this is in Psalm 16 verse 5 and 6 it says Lord you alone are my portion and my cup You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. The boundary lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. So it's this portion. It's almost like this this allotment, this space. This this is your boundary line. This is where, this is the space where I've called you with this amount to to cover, to rule and to reign. And so there's a balance because he's saying, don't give me too much that I'm full and denied, but don't give me not enough that I'm in want and and hungry. And so we have to trust that the portion we receive from God is the right one. And it can be easy sometimes to go, oh, actually, I kind of need a little bit more. I So I need recognition. I know I've got these people to encourage me, but I need it from them and them as well. Or I need, okay, work is this sphere and I need it to be, the, you know, like, and we have kind of our own ideas. But, but God really has a portion for all of us. And it doesn't mean... Like, I don't know, I think kind of the Aussie thing is like, yeah, okay, tall poppy, just rein it in, mate. Like, this is, like sometimes it can be like, I'm out of my depth. Like, this is more than I want right now, God. Like, in terms of challenges and stuff to manage and handle. And then other times it's like, oh, I'm bored, give me more. And it's like, wow, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe I can make the most of this moment right here. You know, I had a, um, a call with a colleague of mine who's based in Tokyo and we're working on this project and I was kind of just like it was just a bit challenging and I was sort of venting a little bit and he's very like 
he's very zen he's like chinese or hong kong he's from hong kong and he goes um he's like you know you've got to identify there's different spheres there's an area that you can control there's an area that you can influence and then there's areas that are just cause for concern this is like a you know a management training kind of thing but it's like there's things that we can control then there's things that we can influence to a degree and then there's things that we're within proximity of and it's a concern area but we can't control it and it's like we just got to know what we can control and focus on that and it was really it was just so encouraging like because it it doesn't mean like oh, I'm limiting myself and now I'll, I'll just do this small little thing. It's like, no, I'm called to rule and to reign, but I'll do it in the areas that's been assigned to me. And in those areas, there will be excellence, there will be success, whatever that has looked like for this particular thing. But knowing that sphere and going, yeah, okay, now I'm going to dominate here in this sphere rather than like trying to fix something that is just not within our boundary line. He's so funny. He also said... He's like, you know, in Chinese we have a saying, we are in the same boat. I was like, oh, in Chinese. And he's like, and it means if there's a tsunami, either we both live or we both die. So we are, we are in the same boat, Eleanor. I'm like, thank you, Kyle. Yes, like, I know the saying, yeah. I didn't know about the tsunami bit, but yeah, I get it. So our inheritance is delightful and the portion that God has given us is one to treasure and to appreciate and delight in and relish every single day because there are things that deserve our attention and energies and that the portion that we must consume daily and long term and we we need to make sure we focus on them because otherwise we can end up striving and 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 sort of focused on things that aren't going to satisfy, that aren't quite right for us within our boundary. Later in this chapter, in verse 16, it says, the leech has two daughters, give and give. There are three things that are never satisfied, four that never say enough, the grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not satisfied with water, and the fire that never says enough. So there is a leeching spirit and you know, some people can kind of have that on them and, you know, when you meet someone and after you're like, wow, I just need to come up for air, like customer service, you know, you're like, how's your day going? And then it's like, wow, I'm sorry I asked. Like, and they're just, they're just so hungry for something. And it's like that leech of just give and give. I have, the, whatever they produce, all their fruit is just about give and give and give and give and more and more and take and take. And, and first of all, we need to make sure that we don't become like that. And again, be really clear about the people in our life that we can kind of go to and when to go to and when to go to God and not leech, but also not to get sucked into those spirits to because you can end up feeding something that will never be full, you know, and you're giving your energy to something or someone or some circumstance and it's like pouring sand in a sieve, you know. Oh, is that what it's called, a sieve? I'm not much of a chef, but anyway, like, you, you know, it's like pouring the sand and it's just it's never full, Okay, just, it's fine. <laughs> so, you know, there are things, and, 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 and then it, beyond the leech, it says there's three things, four that never say enough, the grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not satisfied with water, and the fire that burns, and it's like a, a fire just burns 
until it's extinguished or there's nothing left to burn. Like it doesn't just kind of stop on its own. It will just keep burning. And, you know, there's things on the earth and in sort of this earth in nature that are inherently insatiable. And I believe in our flesh there is that in us, the potential to have that, you know. And so we have to make sure that we go we walk in the spirit and are satisfied in the spirit because we can be satisfied in the spirit. And we'll look at that in a minute. But, but, but you know, you can feel that thing on you sometimes where you're just like, oh, I just, you know, and like you go through Netflix and like there's just no perfect show. And you just spend like, you might spend a, mo- a feature length film period just looking at Netflix things to watch. And then it's like, cool, well, it's time for bed. Like, and you can kind of just get this thing or like, oh, I'm sort of hungry, but I don't know what to eat. And I'm not really hungry, but I'm just like, you know, or you're just someone and they're just not quite giving you what you need. And we can get this thing of sort of just insatiableness. And that's our flesh being dissatisfied because our flesh is not satisfied. It will continue to want and to sin and a fire will continue to burn on this earth. But in the spirit, there is pure satisfaction and contentment and completion in him. So we just need to make sure that in our life, we operate in that spirit because in that flesh space, we will never be satisfied. And, you know, we can have moments like that or nights like that or, you know, where you're kind of, and you have to just take a second and just inhale and go to God and go to his word and just choose to operate in the spirit and operate experience contentment in him but some people live their whole lives like this you know where they're just like on a hamster wheel just like oh, I keep going get it done and I got given for my secret Santa in the office um does anyone know Roxy Jasenko this like PR blondie chick she's just like a Sydney PR person and she wrote this little black book of tips and tricks little business book and it's just like <laughs> Well, of course you're successful. You don't sleep. You don't have friends. You don't have a life. It's just like give 250%. If if a client wants something, give them 250%. Like go hard all the time. Never stop. Just work, work, work. And it's like, yeah, well done. You built three businesses, no doubt. Like I'd be really disappointed for you if you didn't succeed with the level that you're putting in. But like that's just no way to live. Like you've got young kids. You'll just like introduce yourself when they like graduate uni and you've like finally sold one of your – I'm just like – I mean, no judgment, do what you got to do, work hard. But like, it's just this hamster wheel. Like where, there's no moment to enjoy your success because you're just climbing up the hill and doing another thing. And, you know, I think most of us here are not naturally that ambitious, but there are areas in our life where we can just be like, okay, a little bit more, a little bit more, no, a little bit more, we'll be sorted. It's like, just take a minute because the things that we're trying to fill won't fill unless we operate in the spirit, unless we feed on the portion that he has for us every single day. And a daily consumption of that perfect portion leads to a perfectly full, satisfied, contented, exhilarating, challenging, but blessed and full life. Do you agree? It, it, it's possible. You can you can. Work hard and be challenged and stretch. And we know there's times where actually our portion feels a little much, you know, and you'd rather maybe rein it in. And for some of us, maybe that is more the challenge to kind of step up and, and eat more than we are. But ultimately, the satisfaction is in him. It's in his word. And so we have to go there first. It says in the same passage in verse 5, 
Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. It's the word of God that we feed on. And it is unendingly rich with nourishment for our soul and our spirit and our lives, even practical things. Proverbs 13.25 says, The righteous eat to the satisfying of his soul, but the stomach of the wicked shall shall be in want. So the desires of sinners will never be satisfied it, because it doesn't end. You never, there's never that one moment of sin and gratification that ends. It's, it's, a, it's a roaring fire. But the righteous eat to the satisfying of the soul. Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. So... Are you hungry? Because there's a portion for us to experience daily and we we need to make sure that we don't desire more than that or strive for things beyond that. But we also really need to make sure that we are hungry for that portion and consuming that portion. And I think probably in Australia, probably on the Central Coast, we're a little bit more in this camp of like, I'm actually fine. I'm like, I'm not striving. Yeah, I'm good, you know. I'm not like going over the top, I'm, I'm working enough, you know, like it's, I'm, I'm in the middle, I'm fine. But, but are we hungry and thirsty for righteousness, for the things of God? Are we feasting on that portion every single day that he has for us? The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Because I love what he says in, he says, lest I be full and deny you. And so in life, it's actually paradoxically easy to kind of get full of the wrong things and you're not really full but you feel full because it's just again you know kind of Netflix and life and busy and noise and like just we carry this piece of metal around in our phones it has just constant gratification socialization just anything you need any question you have like there's no wondering anymore like any question you have it's just immediately answered like just in the car on the way here on the freeway we're talking about what AD means I was right, doesn't matter, but we can look it up straight away. <laughs> we can just look it up straight away, be like, okay, well, we don't have to argue about this or even wonder. Let's just look it up. Oh, what do you know? I'm right. doesn't matter, but I mean, I was. So, you know, it's like, but it, it's a thing with the phones and we can kind of just get addicted because it's just these little red things that say, someone likes me, someone said something to me. Oh, the emoji, like you would just, and you can kind of just get full and distracted and feel like you have enough. And you're just looking at bits of metal, or is it metal or plastic, whatever. Thanks, Steve Jobs. Like, we're just looking at things and the blue light and we're just full. But are we hungry and thirsty? Because it's like if you spend a whole day, like, eating, like, KFC, no disrespect to the colonel, but, you know, like, you eat all this KFC, then it's like you don't really feel like a salad at the end of the day, even though it'd probably be, like, has anyone, oh, my gosh, has anyone, like, eaten a handful of baby spinach at the fridge because you're just like, I have eaten nothing good. I do this all the time. I'll just be like, baby spinach at the fridge before I go to bed. Just get my greens in. Like, but that's like, if you start the day with healthy food, then you actually feel like more and you can cultivate an appetite for it. And then you don't really feel like a big dirty burger or whatever. Like you can kind of just continue with an appetite of, of nourishment and, and goodness And you can kind of live your whole life like that, you know? And so I think timing is really important here. Like, it's interesting that he said, you know, like in the Bible, it says, seek first his kingdom. Like, I think timing matters when we talk about appetite, because 
what you start with is the thing that you kind of want to continue eating in the, the way that you go. And so everyone has different ways of structuring their life and their days, but there's something about the morning. There's something about starting the day with God. And it's just way too easy now to just look at you. Like the alarm goes off and then you're reading an email like uh, 30 seconds later and then you just in the day. Like we just have to have the discipline to go first to God, even if that's not our main big prayer time of the day or whatever, but like acknowledging that he created the day and at some point finding that moment to have that portion. Because I think, yeah, I just, I'm really, I think the timing is really important. Like start, start the day right, you know. Get your appetite in. Get your eye in to the things of the spirit, to the things of God. Because if you, if you don't do that, like our life is just a series of days. So you can sort of be like, yeah, you know, big picture, long term, God's my focus. But if he's not your focus today or tomorrow and then the next day and then like where, where does that come in? Sunday mornings from 10 to 11.30? Like he's got to be our focus because we need to eat that portion. We need it, church. We must hunger and thirst for that portion from him every single day. When was the last time you were ravenously hungry, so thirsty? I'm always like so thirsty as soon as I get up to preach. I'm just like, water. Do you crave the things of the Spirit? Do you feast on the things of the Spirit? I love Caleb. I was like thinking about like a story about being super hungry and Caleb has just so many ridiculous stories from growing up in New Zealand. But they found a, him and his friends found a funyak. Do you know what this is? It's like a blow up kayak. They were like, cool, let's take it down the river. So Caleb and his mate and their 150 kilo Maori friend Carrie were like, and their do- and Carrie's Rottweiler Thor were like, let's go down the river on a funyak. This river, it, people whitewater raft down this river and there have been fatalities on this river. They're like, cool, let's take it down. So they get and they put a life jacket on the dog and then they just go down the river. They hit the first rock and the thing completely explodes and they're all just like in the river. Just, did you have life jackets on? Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so they go and then they're just like separated. They're down the river and then the dog goes like flying off. So they're kind of holding onto a rock and then Carrie is like, and like jumps in after him and he's like and so it's there's no way out they're in a canyon so it's just rock on either side there's no way out of the river except down the river so they just have to kind of swim float down this river like in the rapids and it starts getting dark and they're sort of like clambling on rocks and then back in and they're freezing cold and then they finally just like find a little grassy bank and can kind of pile out but it took hours right so then they finally, and then they find Carrie's up with the dog. They meet up with Carrie, like they're fine. They get, and then they, they, they went to KFC and they were like so hungry. These are like stupid teenage boys, haven't eaten all day, freezing cold. And they're just like burgers, fried chicken, get it in us, like so hungry. But um, people saw, found the Funyak, right? Later on. And it was like, whoa, this is like scratch marks on it. And like, did someone take this down the river? What is this Funyak? Like, the stories of the crazy locals. But we got to be so hungry, so hungry and thirsty and wake up and go, God, okay, what is my portion today? What can I feed on? Because he has the perfect portion for us today and tomorrow and for our whole lives, a perfect portion. I'll just get the band up. It's interesting how he, he starts off this request with take the lie out of my heart. 
if we can go back to Proverbs 30. Two things I ask, do not deny me for it. Keep deception and lies far from me. And then give me poverty nor riches. Give me neither poverty nor riches. So it's like that, this inclusion of truth. Before I get my portion, there needs to be truth. And I think that's because there are lies that tell us that we're full or that our portion is not enough or that we actually have plenty without the things of God, without his portion for today or our life is just, like there's all the, and so we have to consider what are the, the mistruths that reign in our heart and stop us from seeking the things of God, desiring the things of God and feasting on that portion. Because it comes from his word. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. His word is sufficient and whole and pure. And we cannot add to it. We can feast on it. And it's all, all that we need is in him. You know, and it's the, the, the paradox is that as we experience his portion and feast on his word and relish in the things that he's given us and reign in the boundaries that he has provided, there's more. We're satisfied and content day to day, but it doesn't stop. It's not like, oh, every day I have a piece of bread, a bit of steak, meat and veg. It's like it's, there's more and more and it's, it's, it's so gratifying and delicious and interesting and it grows. Listen to this in, in Proverbs 30 verse 4. Church, why don't you stand? He says, who has ascended into heaven? Who has gathered the wind in his fists? Who has bound the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of his earth? What is his name? What is his son's name? The beauty is that as we feast on that portion, as we delight in him, there's always more. It's glory to glory and we never stop we're full and content, but we never stop thirsting and hungering the things of God because there's always more. And we can wonder and stand in awe of His majesty, His might and His glory because He's perfect. I love that this, the, the writer, he wrote this prayer. He asked this of God. He said, give me neither poverty nor riches, lest I be, he asked this of God, I want my perfect portion. So church right now, why don't you just close your eyes and look to him and consider the condition of your heart, neither poverty nor riches. We don't wanna be striving and dissatisfied and discontent. And we don't wanna be full and bloated and disinterested. We wanna be, right, perfectly hungry, feasting on our portion. Lord, I just pray over each of us right now as we start this new year, that we would long for the things of You, that we would feast on the things of You, that we would reign in the boundary that You've given us, in our sphere of influence, every person that You've put into our lives, we would love and cherish and bless and encourage and, and collaborate with in our families, in our careers, in our homes. Thank You, God, that every day there is a perfect portion 
a perfect portion to feast on, to delight in, to be satisfied with. We don't want anything more and we want nothing less. We want all that You have for us today. We thank You, Father God. We hope you've enjoyed this week's sermon. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net.